So there is a difference between a black mass and a white mass, but the difference is that if you believe in a white mass, as in the Catholic or Christian mythology, you inadvertently also believe in a black mass and a black ideology, and one can also mask the other. It's essentially like Christianity or a Trinitarian Wicca using uh, patron saints and that specific aspect to facilitate certain means and even using the angelic system of uh, the Golden Dawn where from dawn until essentially dusk there is uh, an angel angelic working that has to work through its specific systems and if you miss that time period and you're not able to do your ritual work before that specific period of time it's not going to work and you're going to have to try again the next day and uh, the same things work with um, demonic workings where you can do it do them at night or you could actually start it at dusk the same way uh, that it potentially works and how astrology falls into it is uh, going to have to come later at this point because I really can't get into the astrology aspect or the astronomy aspect um, it's far too detailed to be able to explain within a short period of time but um, there is uh, something that's called the book of Nest destiny and that is something that can actually come into play and show you contributing factors of how things have played out in the past because they say that history repeats itself so if you're able to actually take all of those things into um, perspective you'd be able to assimilate in all of those different aspects into your current consciousness and then be able to take all of the things that you learned whether you keep a ritual diary or not and be able to play into those factors so ultimately like if you are anti anything that means that you're actually believing in it and that you're for it rather than being pro something so you're literally focusing on the opposite of what you're projecting so say somebody that is pro love and light and is anti demonic or anti-satanic or anti-negative, um, period. Uh, they're literally for those things and they don't understand the, the terminology that is actually being put forward. They're tricking themselves into believing that they believe a specific thing, but they're putting all of their energy into something that is negative and hate, hateful and something that they don't want to um, denote, but they want to make negative connotations about. Uh, it's kind of like the Catholic Church uh, constantly saying, <clears throat> our church is in trouble, we need you to donate all these grandiose amounts of money in order for us to be able to actually make something of ourselves, otherwise the church is going to close. When they're tax exempt and they don't have to worry about paying rent, uh, they're just doing that so then they can pay off thousands and thousands, but, well there's been billions of dollars spent on uh, paying off, off uh, people that have been victims of abuse, rape, uh, sodomy, you name it. All of those things all amount to the same exact thing. Uh, where you could look at all of these documentaries that are about satanic rape and uh, satanic sex cults. Uh, none of them are actually factual. They all are based in the Catholic cult. And all of those things come full circle once people are able to truly understand that none of those things actually assimilated the same way that they're trying to portray them. It was basically an accentuated aspect of the satanic panic that they ended up having 
because they did not want to lose uh, all of the main contributors to not only the Catholic Church, but the people that were facilitating an underground uh, network of uh, sex trafficking victims. And this is so widespread uh, with the Evergreen Airlines. Uh, Evergreen is Hillary Clinton's uh, code name. Um, it's the CIA airlines that even the FBI refused to investigate. Uh, they absolutely refused to investigate it, but they also uh, were allowing a lot of different people to reference their their aspects of um, identifying a sociopathic narcissist, um, somebody that is uh, not only sexually promiscuous, but also um, the person that is driven to that because of the trauma that they experienced within their past. So when you look at specific sects and you look at specific aspects of uh, inner and outer orders, whether they're satanic or Catholic or uh, high magic or low magic, uh, there are many people that use those type of things as masks, whether they're priests, more commonly priests. Um, but when you look at people that are assimilating a type of hierarchy and they have that megalomania, uh, specific type of egomaniac that wants to go and constantly perpetuate how powerful they are and all of the things that they know and all of the things that they attribute to uh, how well they know specific avenues and how educated they are. Uh, these are all telltale signs of how they literally have woven their way in and tried to appear as the hero when they're literally been doing nothing but living as the villain this entire time. And this is a main thing that happens within sex cults and how it appears to be something pure when it's actually something extremely gruesome and they, they don't want to attribute any guilt. There is no accountability. There is no empathy. It seems to be all apathy and it's just take, 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 take. It's never any give. Uh, they always try and portray themselves as somebody that is giving and constantly giving and constantly giving back, helping people, giving people advice, stuff like that, and, and playing it off like they're such a hard worker uh, that they're constantly giving back to the community when they're really not. They're, they only care about the money. They will take it from anybody that they can. They'll, whether it's a drug dealer, they'll front it. Whether it's a good person, they'll ballot off of their goodwill. Uh, whether it's new friendships and they're saying, oh, I'm just down on my luck right now. Can you help me out? And I've, I've been through these circles before. I've seen these people. I've dealt with these people. Like, I even considered one of them my best friend. And when you see all the other collateral damages that ended up coming from it and how much money is owed just from that one person, this isn't like biker culture. Uh, this is This is skid culture, you know, like, Bikers, at least they would have respect for other people, you know, and like if somebody did something that was out of line, then then they would then they would uh, they would they would um, stain them. They would they would rip them off and say, OK, I don't like the way that you do things. So this is this is how I'm going to do you and then see how you play that out. And if uh, biker culture ended up meeting the the culture of Western mysticism, I think there would be a lot of different things that would happen.
and there would be a huge substantial change because all of these cowards that hide behind a name or hide behind uh, an alias or hide behind the things that they know or hide behind this false vibrato, they would be they would be brought to justice. None of these people that can actually talk about these things without having to admit their own guilt. I'm not talking about like uh, getting in a fight with somebody. Or I'm not talking about uh, doing a ritual that is against somebody uh, that has wronged you. I'm talking about doing something that is actually substantial, that is beyond what they even perceived as something that would be plausible. Because usually they're the type to go and write everything off, uh, take everything that you know and try to throw it into the gutter because they don't want to appear as a yes man. When they're actually a yes man trying to perceive things in a way that an optimist would as a pessimist. So ultimately, they're trying to teach themselves something by telling you that you don't know anything, which is completely backwards. I don't understand why people do this. Um, no matter if they're a master of the dark arts and the leader of uh, a dark arts organization or they're the leader of the Order of Light, uh, it really doesn't matter. I know that both of these polarities are still pro one thing and anti another. <coughs> so without having the balance and being able to facilitate that specific type of balance that is required in order to be able to manifest things and also maintain your own sanity within your brain, this is going to take people to new heights if they understand that there needs to be discernment within it. There's many different aspects to this. Like Hebrew Israelites believing that they're God's chosen people, that the exact same thing as Zionism and all the nasty things that are going on within the world because of this exact form of Zionism and how other religions are trying to fight that and then they deem them satanic or evil or, or that they're going against God's plan when it's not God's plan. It's literally been written like hundreds of years ago how they're going to colonize the entire planet and create this type of... Um, mass hysteria where everybody is going to want to cling on to the new religion because that is the one trending thing it's kind of like how they started this cancel culture and everybody wants to go and discredit everyone else rather than look at themselves but i think that that is still subjective rather than objective because if it was objective it was saying okay you're slowing down the movement rather than it being um subjective in that sense saying okay this person is slowing down the movement it needs to be objective in a way that you could take all of these things and apply them into a new format and a new situation and those things are not even going to matter whatsoever because you're ultimately trying to solve the problem problem rather than focus on what it is you're focusing on what the solution is rather than focusing on the problem so what it is is like an it, like a dot, like an atom. You could see all of these its and all of these atoms that are accumulating a specific type of consciousness. And they may be outside of our spectrum of light or outside of our spectrum of understanding, but in the end, I think that all of these things all fall into an accommodating stature. Because without them accommodating the way that we feel, will literally feel confused like we were dealing with a narcissist or we're going to feel outcast like we are 
the 1% fighting against the 99%. Even though that now people perceive the 1% as the rich and the 99% as the poor. Uh, I think that's a huge major bias because I think that it's a lot less than the 1%. Uh, that is actually fighting for it. That is, I think that is a gross miscalculation of how everything has been working and how everything works in general without knowing that the good people that have a capacity for evil are going to overcome all things rather than the people that have the capacity for evil and are constantly doing evil have a very little capacity to do good because they believe that there's more power in doing evil than there is in doing good. So when you take these, things, take these things into consideration, you could also look at, I think it's old, or maybe not old, but it was a saying from Batman. It could have been the Dark Knight. You either die to be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that may be true. I think it is true in my perspective. Because there are many heroic deeds that are acted upon and not successfully completed. And there are many villainous acts that are completed, right? So there's also the aspect of good people do the wrong things for the right reasons and bad people do the right things for the wrong reasons. So I think with these three different aspects of this theological standpoint, this is going to bridge the gap between something that is amalgamated and something that is ingrained in the very fiber of our being. Like our DNA will scratch, you know, it'll make a specific type of static feel within, like it's not going to resonate with us very well at all. So essentially... This is where the whole white mass and black mass thing comes from. It is trying to differentiate between the two and trying to pick one or the other when it's not about the right-hand path and it's not about the left-hand path. It's going straight and living your life and knowing that sometimes good people have to do bad things and sometimes bad people have to do good things. But either way, things are going to create a balance if everybody is held accountable, whether that's you holding your friends accountable, you holding yourself accountable, you holding your enemies accountable for what they have done. There are so many different aspects that have to fall into this categorization. If you don't actually have those things falling into place, this is going to create um, a type of damaged state where you're not able to repair these things because they're still broken and beyond repair in, in your own mind. What really happens beyond that is there is something that you can do to be able to recategorize and restructure and that is uh, programming your cellular matter. A after 31 days, you're a brand new person. If you can change the way that you think, change the way that you eat, change the way that you perceive things, you'll literally be able to funnel all of that information into a small aspect of who you really are and attribute that into something new. Completely and totally brand new. Even the things that you do right now that you don't like that you do, if you can consistently tell yourself that you don't do them and that you've never done them, you're changing the story inside your own mind in order to be able to build on to something that other people would not even be able to believe in because they know that they do it. They identify with that. They know who they are, apparently, but they're believing in something inherently. 
but they're barely being able to grasp everything else around them and then trying to tell people how to live and trying to tell people that they are a specific thing when they're truly not. And sure, you could tell yourself a lie over and over and over again, but as soon as you tell somebody else that lie, that is not only a dangerous concept that you're trying to perpetuate, but this is also something that is going to endanger not only the lives of you and the people that it's surrounding, but also the future generations. Because this is like a generational curse. Once you lie to yourself and you lie to everyone else, that'll get passed down. And the only thing that holds power is truth. This is the reason why they're lying to people in the school systems, lying to people in religion, lying to people about all different types of aspects and these mystery schools exist because these are the only reasons why truth will exist. But they only will tell you the truth in small increments until you actually get to that point where you're able to know the truth and you're not going to like it. Many people don't like it. Many people don't appreciate it and they want to expose it and then tell the whole entire world exactly what they've encountered and why this is wrong. And nobody will believe them for one reason, the truth.